On December 29th, the SECURE Act 2.0 was signed into law by President Biden. On today's podcast, we'll cover the impact for retirees. Got a lot to cover today, so please stay with us. Money Matters USA with Fred Sage. And you also need to work with your advisor to create multiple income streams. You're at the right place for information every week regarding all the components of a successful retirement plan. Asset allocation is really a driving force for how much your accounts are going to grow. Fred Sade is a financial fiduciary and retirement specialist. I have to put the client's interest ahead of my own pocketbook at, at all times. I must be able to justify why I'm making the recommendations. Money Matters USA with Fred Sade. Welcome and get ready for a thoroughly informative podcast, as always, but we're digging into legislation here that really could affect the retirement and does affect the retirement landscape. And I'll let Fred uh, determine whether it's good, bad, or maybe some good and some bad. But we're breaking down on the podcast Money Matters USA Secure Act 2.0 today, which, as Fred said, is now law. Money Matters USA is uh, the podcast of Fred and the firm, his firm of the same name, Money Matters USA. Fred is a fiduciary in the financial services industry for over a quarter of a century and holds a Ph.D. in economics from Duke University. And, Fred, you've had time to uh, pour over this this legislation, and, and we've got a lot to dig into. And it certainly does change retirement planning, not just for retirees, but for those leading to retirement. Oh, yeah. Heading up I mean, to it. We have, we have over 100 provisions uh, that that affect retirement uh, plans, and uh, th- this is really interesting. It's really interesting stuff because the this is a lot of emphasis on uh, ERISA uh, based uh, based plans, particularly a four hundred one k four fifty seven type uh, deferred compensation uh, plans, and and this is this is really you know significant stuff, and Congress believes that this is the way to solve the American retirement crisis. Whether it works or not <laughs> remains remains to be seen. Mm-hmm. I mean, these are, you know, these are still not uh, idiosyncratic plans for you, for me, for individuals. These are, these are group plans and you you know have to fit into that unless you are the owner uh, of a small company say 20 lives or less where you have a lot of flexibility to integrate the uh, retirement uh, plan with uh, you know with uh, with your compensation and also with your exit strategy but this you know the 20 and less is uh, you know, not, not the only business form in the in the country. No. We've got to do fifty and more, and and sure. uh, and then beyond that. So, well, this is uh, interesting stuff. Yeah, let's let's dig in. We got. I don't know that in thirty minutes we can get to everything, but oh. let's see how we can do. We can always extend it. I mean, I think we're going to be talking about this for a while in future podcasts because it really sure. does affect retirement planning. Well, let's look at this uh, required minimum distributions. What changes are there to the RMDs? Oh boy, um, I this is very confusing. Uh, so I I made a I made a chart, and uh, if 
generally speaking, RMDs are pushed back to age 73. If you turn 73 between 2023 and 2032. Okay. The RMDs are pushed back. You have back. to hit 73 this year. Yeah. Okay. Between 2023 and, or 20, and the outer limit is 2032. Okay. The RMD is pushed back to age 75 if you turn 73 in 2033. Now, there is some questioning going on if that was a drafting error and that's going to be changed. Right that's now, not how that's it's reported. The... That's what's so confusing because yeah. if you look at it just as it's reported, then they're going to slowly raise the age for everyone, and by 2033, it'll be 75 for everyone. It sounds like you've, you've dug deeper, and you've, you're explaining it a different way. Well, I, I don't know who is who is accurate uh, on, on this. I mean, the, the law as it stands is 2033. Um there, there will be a Technical Corrections Act. There has to be to clean it up. We'll, we'll see. So I made a chart, and, and I, it's a very simple box chart. If you were born before 1951, mm -hmm. the SECURE Act 2.0 has no impact on you. You're already so doing RMDs. It's irrelevant. Yeah. If you were right. born between 1951 and 1959, <clears throat> your RMD has been pushed back to age 73, and if you were born in 1960 and after, your RMD is pushed back to age 75. Oh, now, okay. Okay. Yeah. Now, there's no RMDs in 2030, in 2023 or 2033. This is really bizarre. So it has to be a, t a drafting error because of your age. Now, I don't know why we would go out to 2033. Except, except it's it doesn't make any sense, but that's the way the Let's see. The, the law the law stands. If you were right born now. in 1960, um, mm -hmm. you would be 70. You would turn 73 in 2033. Yeah, and which is 73 would be the age this year it bumps up to. Right, but but if you were born in 1960, for instance, according to what you're saying, you still have two years before you'd have to take an RMD. Yeah. But the, the question, there's a big but uh, for me on this because I, I think most, you know, Ed Slot's research uh, shows that most IRA owners uh, need their, and 401k owners need their accounts to live on. So they're going to take the, the distribution because they need, they need the money. So this is why Ed Slot, uh, you know, insists that this whole issue of pushing RMDs back makes no sense because, because the overwhelming majority of people have to hit their qualified accounts. They need the money mm -hmm. and they're take it out of the qualified they're accounts. They're going to anyway, right? Yeah, that's exactly right. So uh, the only thing I would uh, caution here is if you really start hitting on your qualified accounts, you, you, you really may get into a real tax crunch here and and this is where you, you really need proactive uh, planning uh, so that you you don't find yourself uh, in a nasty in a nasty situation that you did not uh, anticipate. 
uh, not only for ordinary income tax, but also uh, pushing more Social Security to be taxable and mm -hmm. also uh, your IRMA charges where, where your Part B gets taxed twice under two different theories of, of taxation. But one is called the contribution, the other is called the penalty. But what's the difference? A tax, a tax by any other name is still a tax. But if you're putting it off, then it, when, the, when you do take the RMDs, they're bigger amounts – Yes. Likely, right? And, yes. Okay. Yeah. So I'm trying to figure yeah. out what the motivation of Congress is in this. Uh, I, ha I, it's, it's hard. You're right. It, it's, it's very hard to understand uh, what, what they're doing. Um, during the summer, the, um, the Democrats uh, in the House asked the Congressional Budget Office to do a down and dirty study. Nothing comprehensive. Just down and dirty. Uh, on retirement plans in the rest of the world. So they picked Canada and Australia. Uh, it's not very comprehensive. Canada and Australia have different systems than we do. But the point that really jumps out is that they have the same kind of retirement crisis that, that we do. People are ill-prepared for retirement. They don't have enough money, and, and, they're, uh, and they're forced uh, to um, you know, cl climb the wall, uh, so to speak, uh, yeah. and, and worried living living from uh, from from check to check. So I I don't know that this yeah. is that this is a brilliant uh, a brilliant solution to a problem. What is very clear is um, uh, is is that um, Congress at least believes that the uh, ERISA plans uh, are the core of a uh, solution to America's retirement problem, because right now Social Security uh, is, is, is set to run out of money, and right now it's 2034. Is it 34, 2030. yeah. Yeah. And I they're mean, dragging their feet on even talking about it. I don't ever yeah. hear them talk about it. You no. Know. Um, yeah, I was, you know, I was looking at the um, Center for Retirement at Boston College, uh, because they do a lot of work on Social Security, and I didn't see anything that uh, you know that that was current. So yeah, you're right. Uh, I, I I don't know for the fir for the first time it it could very well be that uh, Social Security will be cut. And just all the more reason to uh, put emphasis on on qualified plans, but that uh, that does have you know its own problems. I mean, we've got we've got all this inflation going on and uh, the volatility in the in the stock market, uh, and you know that doesn't bode well uh, for uh, people's retirement balances. The one thing this does seem to do, uh, and this is from my layperson's vantage point, it seems like they're putting a lot of emphasis or on Roth or opening up Roth opportunities. Yeah. Is that because yes. now see, here's my layperson take on that. And it's not accurate. I'm sure because with Roth, you get, you get the money now, right? Is right. that part of their motivation? I, I, th I think so. I, I, I think they want to get the tax money in the door as fast as they possibly can. And I think that's why they are, uh, you know, so um, inclined to, uh, to to allow the Roth to, uh, to continue. What are some of those opportunities with Roth? Well, um, the uh, simple and SEP. Uh, IRAs, you can you can now do a Roth. Uh, previously, you could not uh, do a, a Roth, uh, and um, 
uh, if the um, with employer uh, def, uh, employer contributions can be designated for Roth, that's the same for uh, 401k plans. Uh, now, there's also an income limit. Uh, so, if you're trying to do a catch up and your income is below 145,000. You, you you have a choice. Uh, you can go tax deferred or after tax. If it's above one hundred and forty five thousand, you must do a Roth. You have to catch up from that point to Roth. Right. What I I, I just that see I'm I always trying to find what's the motive there. Why why would that be a stipulation? Why why would that be a a, a mandatory thing? I, I guess they, they you're from their perspective you're a high you're a high income earner get one forty five and they want you to pay the tax now. Okay, wow. It's my, it's my. <laughs> <laughs> excuse me. Yeah, well, it's 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 hard to say. It's certainly a lot in this. It's not all bad. If, if you had to give it a grade for positively impacting the retirement universe, which grade would you give it? <laughs> I I give it. Uh, a B to a B plus. It's not bad. I mean, some of those things are can be opportunities. Um, what are so? Let's see. There here. This goes to Roth. Five twenty nine plan rollovers to Roth IRAs. How will that work? Mm-hmm. Well, the you know the the other issue. Let me add is the dates are all over the place. I mean, you have you have to make a chart. Uh, right. to, to keep to keep track of, of this. It's just it's just crazy. So beginning in 2024, if you are a beneficiary of a 529 plan, okay, the owner of the plan can roll over thirty-five thousand dollars during their lifetime to a Roth IRA subject to the annual contribution limits. Right. Uh, <clears throat> and and the plan and two other caveats: the plan has to, <coughs> excuse me, the plan has to have been in existence uh, for at least uh, fifteen years, <laughs> and the last, most recent five-year contributions cannot be accessed because the the, the five-year uh, curing rule uh, applies. Glad Congress doesn't write rules for games we play at home; we'd never <laughs> figure them out. It's just, I see what you're saying about the staggering of the years and the stipulations and the caveats there. Yeah, I I had to make, I've made charts. That's the only way you can keep this stuff straight in in your head. Uh, It's just very, very um, confusing. I don't know if they're trying to phase it in and looking at the tax hit, which is why they're trying to offset, um, you know, Estimating Roth uh, taxes, I, I don't know what they what they did here. I tell you the truth, I, I wasn't going to go through forty one hundred pages. <laughs> I, I've been I've been. Uh, well, you had you had the, five hours to read it, like members of Congress. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. What about this, Fred? Uh, because this leads me to think that they're really, really, really scared about Americans' saving habits. Because the expanded 401k automatic enrollment, the way I understand that, correct me if I'm wrong, What the mm-hmm. one, one thing they're changing on that is where employees now have to opt in. Now with this, they have to opt out. Right. Is that it? 
Yeah, that's exactly what it is. It's based on the research of uh, Ben Artsy and Thaler. And what they found is, is that if you mandatorily enroll people in the 401k plan, they stay in the plan. The other thing they found is whatever their initial allocation is, it never changes. So I'm, okay. not, I'm not sure putting $300 in a month or $400 in a month, it, it, you know, Isn't, makes uh, that much of a, a difference of a difference if, if you never, you know, if you yeah. never adjust it. Now that's, that's for companies that offer a 401k. It's not like, I, was, I could see where there could be lots of confusion yeah. going, Oh no, everyone has to have a 401k, no. but that's not no, the no. case. It's just that no, you're no. automatically enrolled and then you can opt out. Yes, you can. You have 30 days to uh, to opt out. It does not apply to companies that have 20 or fewer employees. Okay. Uh, much more to get to, including something that I, I think is you can't argue with, and that any time a penalty is lowered, but the RMD penalty being lowered, Fred can break that down and much more as we are going over Secure Act 2.0 on the podcast today and back with more on Money Matters USA. Are you losing sleep over market volatility affecting your hard-earned retirement savings? You can't afford to lose a big portion of your nest egg with not enough time to recover. Many people want safety and the guarantee of principle, but also prefer the potential of higher growth with the market. And now you can have both. Call Fred Sade at Money Matters USA at 800-593-8188. That's 800-593-8188. Back with Money Matters USA. And yes, Fred Sade invites you to visit his website as well, moneymattersusa.net. There on your selection of tabs on the homepage, you'll see Red Light Program. And that's something Fred encourages you to click. Uh, what what exactly is the red light program, Fred? Well, basically, it's the same thing as you're driving in your car and all of a sudden the warning light goes on up on the dashboard and you pull over and take a look and you decide that you better get a tow and, and get somebody to look in under the hood and see what the problem is. So this is the same idea. So why take the risk that there could be serious issues with your with your plans or what you're doing or how you are set up. So why not get a second opinion? And uh, if you've been with the same person for 15, 20, 25 years, that's a very good reason for getting a second opinion. People who get second opinions always wind up better off than people who just... Uh, uh, take the advice that they that they get and uh, and have no idea uh, what the alternatives may be and have no way to measure uh, a, a, the alternatives and how that would impact them. So red light on a dashboard gives you the opportunity uh, to get to get that review and you can see where you are. There's only three things that are going to happen. Uh, you see there are no problem, minor problems will tell you what to do on a minor problem. Or it's a major problem, and then it's up to you to decide what you want to do. Well, and you can also get signed up to meet with Fred wherever you are. It certainly can be virtually uh, at the website, uh, moneymattersusa.net, and by calling 
800-593-8188, 800-593-8188. Now, there's no way in a 30-minute podcast we can go over uh, major legislation or like now law, Secure Act 2.0. But uh, as, as we mentioned, this will come up a lot in future podcasts because it does affect retirement planning strategies just that much. But we're going over as best we can, uh, Fred, as uh, Secure Act 2.0. It is law now. We reviewed it on this podcast, and now it is law. So let's look at, let maybe start out with this one thing. You can't call this a bad thing if a penalty is reduced. How will nope. the penalty be reduced if you miss an, 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 an uh, required minimum distribution because it was severe before this passed? Yeah, I, I, I thought it was ridiculously <laughs> punitive. Mm-hmm. Uh, right, The penalty is reduced from 50 to 25%, and these are on ERISA plans. For IRAs, uh, the the penalty is reduced to only 10%, and the, the uh, uh, this reduction is effective immediately. It's effective as of December 29th okay. of, of last year. So I think, <clears throat> excuse me, this was a, a positive. Uh, there was I don't see any reason to penalize people at, to such an extent uh, just because they. Legit, often it's they forget about it legitimately, forget about it. Uh, they ha- they have left behind plans. You know, left behind plans are worth talking about for a moment b- because those are real pain. Uh, they they have fiduciary liability for the company who who is holding your plan, mm-hmm. your account. Uh, so now they they have uh, an obligation to you. It's much better just to clean it up. Uh, if your company will accept a 401k rollover, 401k to 401k by administration, uh, then do it. If not, simplify you, you can it. Roll, yeah, roll and don't it forget into, about it. Uh, That's yeah, why they call them orphan right? 401ks, exactly. right? <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. So why, you know, I, I it just it just makes no no sense. Sometimes I see people who have loads of these of these plans, and it makes no sense. Uh, whatsoever, get one, one consolidate them, and uh, even if you like the uh, investments, you can still duplicate. You know the investments; you might even be able to do it at less cost. Uh, but in any case, simplify this stuff. Don't make it complicated. Yeah. Well, you know, one thing too. Um, I always thought that it was unnecessary to have to take an RMD from a Roth four hundred one k. Uh, because you've already paid the taxes and get the purpose point of that, but this eliminates that. So you didn't have to pay the taxes anyway, so I guess it really didn't matter, but you don't even have to take it now. Is that correct? Yes. From Roth. That is, is, yeah, that's correct. I mean, it it never made any sense because the Roth has no mandatory RMD, so why are you forcing people to take RMDs? Right. What are you hoping for, that that they're going to collect some, some tax somewhere along the road? (laughs) <laughs> it never made any sense. It did, it really didn't. So that's gone. So it's cleaning up some things, it looks like. Um, we're, we're looking at Secure Act 2.0. What about um, qualified charitable distributions? What, what Any changes there? Uh, yeah, the uh, 70 and a half age did not move. Uh, but now um, in um, 2024, there'll be a $50,000 um, contribution in, in a split interest. Uh, entity, which which you can use uh, uh, annuity trusts uh, or charitable gift annuities, and um, 
so that that is a way that, that you can get income uh, from an asset, and then the asset will will revert at uh, at the at the end of the uh, of of the period. You, usually, it's ten years, but it it doesn't have to be ten. Uh, Ten years. Um, the, the other thing is, the, in 2024, the $100,000 QCD uh, is going to be indexed for inflation. That That's long overdue. You know, one of the things that should have been done and didn't make it is uh, indexing, <coughs> excuse me, indexing Social Security uh, tax, ta the tax points in Social Security. I mean, it's outrageous. I mean, the first... The, First layer, it goes back to Reagan. The second layer goes back to Clinton. These should these should be indexed for inflation. And every time it's discussed, oh no, can't do it because mm. we, the, it's going to cost the government a lot of money. But you already paid the tax on this. The money's invented and in invested in government bonds. It's not it's not exactly getting humongous growth. And mm -hmm. if you recall, uh, President. George W. Bush wanted to uh, have some money be able to go into the market, could go into uh, corporate bonds or something of that sort that uh, could have been into a managed equity account. And, and he was demagogued to death uh, on, on right. that. So we're, we're stuck with, um, with where we are. So it is what it is. And you so, can't. And even student loans found their way into this legislation. What what opportunities are there with with I guess well, you could the, say assistance? Yeah, the student loan that's a little tricky because it's going to be counted as a deferral, but not as a cash contribution. But the employer can match the 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 uh, contribution as though there was a cash contribution. Now, did I confuse you? Uh huh. <laughs> right, <laughs> but I mean, you know, you're, you're, it's a given when you're ever you're talking about anything written by Congress. It's going to be yeah. confusing. That it is. Yeah, that it is. Uh, One of the yeah. new rules I heard out of all the uh, that happened in Washington recently that I think makes sense is isn't there going to be a requirement of like seventy two hours before a bill can be voted on so they have time to read it? <laughs> I'm, that's my would, take from that. I uh, would sure, yeah. I, I you should have sure time to read. So. Something. I mean, I, yeah. I I don't see why it uh, doesn't make sense. Now, apropos of what we were saying before on people who have multiple. 401k plans as they mm -hmm. job hop. <clears throat> you find it a lot for women who go in and out of the market, but also there, there are people who, who change jobs uh, every two, three years. They're setting up, uh, the Labor Department's been tasked to set up a 401k uh, lost and found, and it will be a searchable database okay. so anybody can go in. And, uh, and no excuse anymore because if, um, you know, you may have left one or more plans behind, this is your opportunity uh, to, uh, to address it. I'm also hoping that, you know, I, I understand, Empl you know, employers have a lot of other things on their, on their mind and 401k plans and these retirement plans are, are you know, are something that they, that they need in order to attract and retain employees, but it's not necessarily the day-to-day -day operating uh, of their business. Uh, but the fact of the, of the matter is it produces a lot of fiduciary liability 
on the uh, employer. Uh, it, it, it could be retirement benefits that are being paid. It, it could be these plans. The, the employer has uh, an obligation. And um, we now have a um, decision that came out which says that every, every option that's in every fund selection. Oh, oh yeah, one other thing, uh, ETFs now can, can be in 401ks. But uh, let, let's just look at mutual funds. Every, every mutual fund that goes into the plan has, has to uh, be, uh, uh, meet the test that it, it's prudent and, uh, it's in, it, and it meets the fiduciary test. Uh, so you can't just say, well, you know, we, 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 we've tested a, a class of these and they're target date funds and, and they, they meet the test. You can't do that. You have to do it fund by fund by fund. So that that will uh, imp- that means that the uh, administrators uh, have to have to um, do a lot of work now uh, to to meet that uh, to meet that test. Well, I mean, it's a lot here, and I know we're going to cover this. We're going to be, Fred's going to be talking about this on the podcast. Uh, it is law now, Secure Act 2.0. Uh, you know, the original passed in uh, actually it passed, I believe. The, the Congress in December of, of 19, and then it was signed into law early 20, but it, it made some pretty drastic changes, killing the stretch IRA, and yeah. it raised uh, RMDH from 70 and a half to 72. Uh, that was more clear-cut than what you were describing earlier. It was just confusing yeah. on, on how it's over time. The way you initially read it, you would think, okay, it's it's 73 now this year, the new RMDH, but then by 2033, it's going to slowly move up to 75. But the way you looked a little deeper at it, it doesn't that does not seem to be that simple. No, it's not. Uh, everything that Congress does, they make complicated. <laughs> I mean, they just they just can't help them. They can't help themselves. But you know, no. Do they get paid um, by the word? Is that what? <laughs> yeah, I I, th- I think it's a, I think it's a Dickens type uh, universe that they <laughs> that they that they live. Oh my gosh! Well, we'll be talking more about. It. I mean, we've got this podcast every week, and it's going to come up without a doubt. But a great a great dig in on Secure Act two point oh. It really really does affect not only retirees, but those, not even those who are in the financial red zone, but anyone saving for retirement could be affected by this. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, This is, this is, this is a major thing. That's why I described the, um, you know, the pro forma study that was uh, done by the uh, CBO. So I, I don't know. I mean, there could be more tinkering. Yeah. As we, uh, you know, as we go on, there were some uh, tax shelters that were also addressed uh, here, but uh, that's be- we don't have any time to go, go into. Well, we've got, yeah, you know, we've got that. definitely plenty of, uh, along with that and everything else in the retirement universe and with the economy, uh, it's going to be uh, a lot of subject matter in 2023. That's why you want to stay with us on this podcast. We really appreciate you uh, coming along for the ride. It's here every Friday. We drop these every Friday and uh, and that's every week too. So you got a new one and fresh content with Fred Sade. Fred, always enjoy it. We'll be back next week to do it all Absolutely. over again. 
Yeah, I want to thank everybody for staying for staying with us and see you next week. And uh, hopefully you'll visit the website moneymattersusa.net. Be sure to click on that red light program tab. You can reach Fred at 800-593-8188, 800-593-8188. And we'll see you again with more Money Matters USA. Investment advisory services offered through Money Matters USA, LLC. Fred Sade and his guests provide general information, not individually targeted personalized advice, and are not liable for the usage of information discussed. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell any of these financial vehicles. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the fields of tax, legal accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to the securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are offered through Money Matters USA, LLC. By contacting Money Matters USA, you may be provided information regarding the purchase of insurance products.